Welcome to another episode of the Kitchen Angle Podcast. Your hosts, Mike. I couldn't agree more with the president. You just heard the president. This was earlier tonight um, in uh, Macon, Georgia. This guy, I tell you what, man, this, this, this president we have, folks, if we haven't picked a good president, I'm telling you, this president, this, this, I mean, have, have we not picked a good president? This president has stamina. This president has strength. This president has no fear whatsoever of both uh, the media, the crooked left, and viruses and pandemics. This, this man is on fire. Uh, speaking from Macon, Georgia earlier at a rally... Uh, before that, he was in Ocala, Florida. Uh, just last night, he was speaking to a uh, a liberal uh, host uh, in Miami, Florida. That was supposed to be uh, last night. Was supposed to be the second uh, presidential debate. Uh, we know that was canceled uh, because Trump wasn't going to have a virtual debate. Uh, you know, say what you want about the man. That's not the man. You know, he's not he's not known to be doing that stuff. You know, pretty much bowing down to the uh, the the corrupted Washington swamp, so to speak. You know, I'm glad that the president stood his ground. I'm glad that the president um, uh, basically, you know, he, you know, he's 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 not going to be controlled by anybody. Uh, Trump has been like that even before he took office. Well, even before he took office, Trump is not a man to be controlled. He's not a man uh, to basically say, here, we're going to give you a strip a script and you're going to read off of it. No, no, no. Trump says what he wants to say on his mind. He's not afraid to say it. You know, Trump is Trump. You know, whether you like the man or not, uh, whether you look at him as a uh, as a as a president, whether you look at him as a public figure, you know, Trump whether you like it or not, actually, Trump is our president, okay? Whether you like it or not, and Trump will continue to fight for the American people. We've we've seen that in the last three and a half years. He is not going to uh, bow down to the Washington corrupted swamp of politicians. They wanted him to basically, you know, be politically correct. Trump is not politically correct, so, I mean, the polls here now now are showing that that Biden for the last couple of months now, Biden has been uh, leading Trump in battleground states such as Pennsylvania, Florida, Ohio. Uh, we 
we even heard uh, the state of Georgia, believe it or not, um, is uh, leaning towards Biden. I don't see it. I, I don't see it. No, I, I don't see that uh, that um, that Biden is winning in these in, in these key battleground states. I, I don't. I don't see it. And the reason why I don't see it is because when they show the ma- majority of people that show up in support of President Trump at these rallies uh, in the last few months, right? Thousands upon thousands of people show up, right? And then when when they reach full capacity, there's still people outside that wanted to get in. Thousands upon thousands of people of support of, of President Trump. Now, here's my question to people, uh, you know, like I said, you, you can disagree with me or not, but I mean, this is this is the truth here, folks. This is the truth. The media is ba- basically saying, I mean, this 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 whole election, folks. Let me let me stop it right there. This whole election, okay, is basically turning into another 2016. Another 2016. It's, 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 you know, it's, uh, it's turning into the whole Trump versus, uh, you know, uh, uh, Hillary, uh, saga, but now, you know, Trump versus Biden, that's what this is becoming. It's becoming a, uh, basically a, uh, whether you want to call it a reboot, a, uh, a sequel to the 2016 election. That's what it is. That's what it is. The, the, the. The Democratic Party, you know, they're running out of ammo, so to speak, against the uh, the Trump administration and his campaign. They are. They're running out of ammo. They have nothing left right now. They're trying everything, trying everything in the in the last coming weeks here of the general election. And we're 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 only a few weeks away, folks. Only a few weeks away. Probably the one of the biggest general elections in modern day history. Maybe the biggest general election of uh, of the United States history, right? Presidential history, because I mean, there's a lot of a lot on the table here with this with this election. A lot on the table. I mean, we are fighting not only for uh, the the success of this country. We're not only fighting for that. We're fighting for our economy to be rebuilt. Stronger than it once was, okay? Because we've seen an economy prior to the pandemic in March, okay? We've seen an economy uh, so strong that we were literally ahead of China, okay? Because everybody knows China has a really, really uh, uh, huge economy. They don't anymore, okay? Or at least they're trying to get back to where they once was, okay? This country will flourish once again, Okay? Not only are we fighting for that, folks, we're fighting for our freedoms and our liberties because they are being stripped away from the corrupted left. Okay, or I should I've been calling it and other podcast hosts and other people in this country have been calling them the radical left. Okay, because they're not the same Democratic Party. They are not the same Democratic Party. Okay, they have gone so radicalized. That they will do anything in their power, yeah, 
to stay in power. That's all it is. That's all they want. That's all they care about is power. That's all they care about is power. All they care about is to stay in power and they will do anything that they they can to stay in power. With that being said, folks, don't go anywhere. We're going to take a quick uh, commercial break and we'll be right back after these words. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the show. Uh, today, we're talking about uh, you know the the, the far left, uh, uh, their 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 countless ridiculous agendas on the on the attacks of many many things of this country. They they're, they're attacking a lot, folks. They're attacking our freedoms. They're attacking our liberties. They're encouraging rioting and looting and violence. And uh, I tell you, I tell you, there's. It, it, said it once and I'll say it again. If you don't think you're in a silver war, you, you might as well just uh, crawl back into the, uh, the cave where you, where you crawled out of, you know, because we, I mean, folks, we, we're being attacked on many angles here. Many, many angles, many angles. Did anybody see, speaking of attacks, did anybody see, um, the, uh, the town hall, uh, uh, the other night in Miami with Trump. Did anybody see that? I seen that. You want to talk about just attack? This woman, this, 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 uh, this, this town hall, uh, uh, Miami liberal, uh, hosts, whatever the hell you want to come to call on her, she attacked. The the president on so many angles, so many angles. Oh, my God. I was watching the whole thing. It was like it was like, uh, you know, it was like it was like Trump having another debate. It was it. I mean, seriously, Trump was I mean, literally having another debate. And and it was very, 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 very sad to to uh, to basically um to just listen to Trump uh, uh, go through that. And, I mean, oh my goodness gracious. You know, like, just everything. Like, he was sitting through that town hall, okay? And, like, basically, looking at Trump, I mean, the words, I, I, I mean, the words and, and then the facial expressions, just by looking at the president, I, I mean, I give, I give a lot of respect and I give a lot of uh, of of courage. I mean, I give it a lot to Trump, you know, just just by sitting there uh basically, you know, allowing I don't want to say allowing, but you know, just sitting there, you know, Trump acting very professional, answering the questions, but you know, the you know, the the liberal host there, you know, she she she's just with the stakes in this election. She's just, you know, just just basically you know, attacking him on every angle, every angle. And, uh, uh, God, what was her name? Uh, yeah. Um, uh, Savannah, uh, Guthrie, right? Guthrie, if I'm pronouncing that right, you know, one of the, one of the topics here, uh, that was said by, uh, Savannah there during the town hall, uh, was basically uh, saying that the president acknowledged that he may owe four hundred million. 
uh, as part of his business dealings, but declined to de- denounce the QAnon group's false uh, conspiracy theory that the Democrats are a part of a global pedophile ring. Was going back and forth with the whole pedophiling thing. I, uh, folks, I, I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, are, are these people sick? Are they suffering from some kind of mental delusion that they'll do anything in their power to just literally, uh, literally just, just try every angle to try to, to try to take this president down in, 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 in any type of wording, any type of wording that they'll, 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 they'll try every scenario, topic, everything. Every this, I mean, do these people know who they're dealing with? This is the president of the United States. Have a little respect. Have a little respect. But you can clearly see in that town hall uh, uh, discussion the other night in uh, Miami uh, with the president uh, Donald Trump and the uh, this liberal liberal host Savannah Guthrie or Guthrie or I, I can't pronounce her name. But anyway, this she's a liberal. I mean, you could seriously see the, the, the hatred and the anger coming out of her voice and, and the lack of respect. This president hasn't had respect since he's taken office by anybody, anybody. They've been, att- this, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, when it's all said and done, hopefully this president gets another four years in office because we need him more than ever. We need him more than ever to continue fighting the good fight for the American people. But I'm telling you right now, even if he doesn't get four years, okay, this president will go down as one of the presidents that probably, probably, and this is this is my own personal opinion, and I'm sure other people feel the same way, that this president will go down in history of the only president or within a group of presidents that have been attacked on many, many, many angles, in American history, okay? You can clearly see the hate that people have for this man. Well, they hate him because he's doing actually the job of a president that, that of what a president should be doing? I mean, seriously, it, answer that question. And maybe, maybe I'll have a liberal listen to this show or maybe I'll have a radical left or, or, or somebody that just doesn't support Trump and, and doesn't support the, uh, uh, the whole movement, okay? But answer that. Do you hate this man so much because he's actually delivering on the promises that he had said in his campaign? And even going a step further, even going a step further and promising things that weren't even mentioned during his campaign before he took office, right? I mean, we've seen things that he, he, he never even mentioned. Uh, I, I I can't wait for more things to be revealed to the American public. I mean, folks, folks, this is a president for the American people. This is a this this is what we need in a leader from a person like Trump. And I just don't understand why people, liberals, radical left uh, activists. Antifa, Black Lives Matter, all these people. I just don't understand why they just don't see the good. They rather see hate and anger and violence 
They'd rather see that. Why in the hell would you want to live in a country like that? Why would you want to live in a society like that? But I want to play this soundbite here. This is soundbite number 12, please, uh, uh, of, the, of the town hall meeting just, a, just the other night in Miami. Supremacy, okay? You did I've two denounced days later. white supremacy for years, but you always do it. You always start off with a well, question. You didn't ask Joe Biden whether or not he denounces Antifa. Let me ask you about QAnon. It is this theory that uh, Democrats are a satanic pedophile ring and that you are the savior of that. Now, can you just once and for all state that that is completely not true so disavow QAnon yeah. in its entirety? I know nothing about QAnon. I just told I you. I know very little. You told me, but what you tell me doesn't necessarily make it fact. I hate to say that. I know nothing about it. I do know they are very much against uh, pedophilia. They fight it very hard, but I know nothing they about it. They believe it, it is if a satanic like call run by the deep state. the subject, I'll tell you what I do know about. I know about Antifa, and I know about the radical left and I know how violent they are and how vicious they are. Do you have any remaining symptoms from COVID? Nothing whatsoever. I'm great. I feel good. Uh, In particular, did you have pneumonia? Well, I'll tell you what happened. Uh, I didn't feel good. I didn't feel strong. I had a little bit of a temperature. The doctors at the White House are fantastic, as you can imagine, and they really didn't want to take a chance, and they said, let's go to the hospital. I said, that's okay. I'm going to re- you know, respond to what you say. You also are a leader and a setter of an example. And if you're not wearing a mask when your administration is saying best practice right now is wear a mask, no, it's not foolproof. But many but people are catching it. Many people are getting this disease that was sent to us by China and it shouldn't have been allowed to happen. But many people are getting this. And, I mean, nobody's being blamed. Everybody is working hard to get this thing out of our country, get it out of the world. Look at what's going on in Europe. Massive spikes. They've done a very good job, but now you take a look today at the UK, you take a look at Spain and France and Italy, there's tremendous spikes. But our death rate is worse than, well, not Spain, but those well, other I have, countries. I have things right here that will tell you exactly the opposite. Me too. So the UK is up 2,500%, because I knew you'd be doing this, I know you very well. The UK is up 2,500%, the EU's up 722%, and the United States is down 21%. But we have, per, our deaths per capita is among the highest... And are you proud of that? Excess mortality, we're a winner. Thank of you. taxes, as you know, Jesus the New York Times Christ. has obtained. It says years of your tax returns, among other things. It says that you have debts of approximately $421 million that you have personally guaranteed and that will come due in the next four years. The question is, on behalf of voters, who do you owe $421 million okay, first to? Of all, let me what they did is illegal, number one. Also, the numbers are all wrong with the numbers they released. And just so you understand, when you have a lot of real estate, I have real estate, you know a lot of it, okay? Right down the road, Doral, big stuff, great stuff. I'm very under, when I decided to run, I'm very under-levered, fortunately, but I'm very under-levered. I have a very, very small percentage of debt compared, in fact, some of it I did as favors to institutions that wanted to loan me money. $400 million compared to the assets that I have, all of these great properties all over the world, and frankly, 
the Bank of America building in San Francisco. I don't love what's happening to San Francisco. Well, do I hear you right? It sounds like you're saying $400 million isn't that much. office buildings. But are you, are, you, are you confirming that, yes, you do owe some $400 million? What I'm saying is that it's a tiny percentage of my net worth. Turn this off. Turn this off. Turn this off. Turn this off. I mean, seriously, folks, American politics is a joke. It really is. It, it really is. I, I understand that we all understand Trump is not a politician. He's a businessman. And, you know, I think we've been waiting for, for, for a businessman like Trump to basically enter the White House. And, 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 and that's why we need a man by the name of Donald J. Trump in the Oval Office. I mean, folks, I mean, this is this is sick. I mean, were we watching a town hall? Okay, a town hall is supposed to be, f- like, designed for uh, supporters, uh, both for Trump and against Trump, to ask questions. There were more questions being asked by this stupid liberal moderator, Savannah Guthrie, okay, than supporters in the audience, okay? I mean, the whole thing was a joke. I mean, it was more or less like, was she questioning him or was she cross-examining him? She was doing more attacks on this president. And then and then, literally, like I said, with the cross-examination, that's what it was. It, I, I felt like I was in a courtroom listening to a cross-examination from an attorney or a law firm or a judge. Oh, I, who do you owe money to? Who do you? Oh, oh, I have the I have the numbers to the coronavirus, and our death toll is more than the than some countries in the world. I mean, are you proud of that? I mean, she's saying it with like with with, with smiles on her face. I mean, these people, folks, are sick. They're sick and demented. Sick and demented. I mean, like I said, I thought voters were supposed to be asking questions at a town hall. We were getting more questions being asked by this stupid liberal host of a moderator at this town hall the other night in Miami than we, than we were getting questions by the, by, the, uh, by the voters. I think there was what, like maybe they pulled off uh, just briefly after this woman you know, was attacking the president on, on just about every damn uh, angle and policy. Everything that the president said, she had a rebuttal against. Like she was some kind of an attorney or something. I mean, this, this folks, like I said, this, this, this was more, more of a, uh, you know, of, 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 of a coup for uh, Biden. This, this, this was to make Biden look more good. You know, make make him shine a little bit. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. I mean, seriously, seriously. They, I, you know, but, but, but we all know. We all know who won that. You know, that 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 victory. That V goes right to Trump again. We all know Trump won that. You know, he's debating the moderator like he was debating the last moderator, Chris Wallace. The whole thing, folks. Is, is literally being blown out of proportion. Like I said, the radical left is running out of ammo <laughs> against Trump. And they know it, and, it, and it's, it's becoming really, really sad. It's, re- it's, it's becoming very, very, very sad. And, 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 and you know what's really sad? The radical left know it. They know that they can't beat this man. Right now, they are starting to realize that they are losing their base. 
They're losing their base with this president. They have nothing on him. They have no agenda to beat him on any type of thing, whether it's policy, any type of policy, foreign policy, domestic policies, anything. They don't have a damn thing against this president, and they know it. And guess what? The American people is starting to wake up and understand that the radical left is running out of ammunition. They are running out of everything. They don't have a base. They don't have agendas. They don't have a damn message to give the American people. And guess what, folks? Guess what, folks? America is waking up. Be right back, folks. Hey, folks, welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the show. The show of shows. Does anybody like my singing? Eh, what the hell, right? I try anyway. Anyway, we're talking about uh, how the uh, how the left and, you know, just everybody with, you know, Trump derangement syndrome. Because that's what they have. They have Trump derangement syndrome. They have delusion. They don't have a sense of reality. They First of all, they don't know what reality is or they, they're not in the correct reality to begin with. You know, they, they don't want to accept a loss from 2016. This is all, all this what we're seeing right now. All this. Everything that you're seeing right now in this country is all from the beginning. And folks, it everything has a beginning. And guess what? All this is going back to 2016. Actually, I want to say 2015, right? So the last five years, okay... What you are seeing in the country right now is basically that's, I mean, it's, 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 it's in the making here. I mean, this is, this is all from the last five years of just building up. Okay. The, the left, the Democrats, they don't want to take a loss. They, they can't comprehend it. They, they, they don't understand it. They, they don't want to admit to, to a loss. They all thought Donald Trump was a joke. They all thought that, that, the, uh, that the Trump uh, uh, campaign wasn't going to be successful. Hell, they didn't even think he was going to be the Republican nominee for 2016. They all thought. I mean, you heard celebrities. You heard, you, you heard uh, well-figured politicians that been in uh, politics for you know 30, 40, 50 some odd years say, oh, he's not going to get the nomination. Donald Trump won't become president. And guess what? Guess what? Guess what? When that night came, right, during the general election, I thought it was very, 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 very funny that Hillary chose uh, the Javits Center, right? The, the, that, that's a center that has a glass ceiling, right, so to speak. She chose that as the Democratic uh, uh, headquarters during the general election, right? When, every, when, when we were finding out, you know, who was winning night, the whole night, you know, who was, you know, who was getting the votes, you know, from the different states. And guess what, folks? Guess what? You didn't, you didn't get a, a female president. And guess what? You know what? The glass ceiling of the Javits Center fell on the Democrats that night. They couldn't take the loss. 
they couldn't admit that they lost to a businessman. They didn't lose to a politician. They lost to a businessman. A businessman with no political experience whatsoever. And guess what, folks? That's why we are, I don't want to say in the mess that we're in right now, but that's why this president gets so much heat, so much attacks on every angle, because the radical left, okay, they're not the Democrats. I call them the radical left because they act very very radicalized. They, they, they are a, it's, it's like another party in, 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 in politics. They can't come to grasp that a businessman won the presidency of the United States of America in 2016. It, it, it's, I mean, even people, even Republicans, even people that are very, very well known to politics, it's, it's unprecedented. That that a, that a businessman. I'm sure you know we've seen it with Ronald Reagan in the '80s, but we. I mean, Reagan had a little, you know, a, a, a little side story with politics. It, it, it's not like he was, you know, you know, fresh right into it. Yes, there's a comparison between Reagan and, and Trump, but Trump had no political experience whatsoever. And guess what, folks? That's what we need as a president. We need somebody that knows business. We need somebody that knows policies. We need somebody that will fight for the American people, okay? And we have a president, finally, finally, that is not only fighting for the American people, but we now have a president that's not apologizing for the country. He doesn't apologize for the country. What does he need to apologize for? He's doing everything that he's promised. You had other politicians year after year after year constantly apologizing for our country. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Guess what, folks? It's all over. We don't have that anymore. We're finally getting our country back. We're finally becoming well-respected in this world again. You know how long we've been laughed upon by other countries? We're not laughed upon anymore. We're actually looked at very, very serious. And I'm so glad that we have a president by the name of Donald J. Trump that is actually getting the job done. Actually getting the job done. Very, very glad. You know, it's, 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 very, um, it's very surprising... You know, that that you see things that, that happen like this in a lifetime. Sometimes we never see things like this in a lifetime. It's very surprising that we actually have a person that's delivering the promises. Right? Who are being evicted from their homes. They can't pay the rent. Many Americans are waiting in food lines for the first time in their lives. Uh, can you look them in the eye, Madam Speaker, and explain why you don't want to accept the president's latest stimulus offer? Well, because, uh, thank you very much, uh, Wolf, and I, I hope you'll ask the same question of the Republicans about why they don't really want to meet the needs of the American people. About what? What say to those people? Delusional Nancy, once again, folks. We represent these people. Uh, I have for over 30 years represented my constituents. Oh, you have? I know what their needs are. I listen oh. to them. Okay. And their needs are not addressed. 
in the president's proposal. So when you say to me, why don't you accept theirs? Why don't they accept ours? Our legislation is there uh, to do three things primarily, to honor our workers, our, honor our heroes, our healthcare workers, our police and fire first responders, our teachers, our transportation, sanitation, food workers, the people who make our lives work. We couldn't be doing what we're doing without them. Many of them have risked their lives so that they had to save lives, and now they will lose their jobs because but they really, McConnell they says really, let the states excuse, go bankrupt. Excuse me for let interrupting, the states go bankrupt. Ma Madam Speaker, hmm? but they really need the money right now, uh, and even members of, I understand of your own that, but your, if, but even members if you of your me own a caucus, question, even members of your own caucus, Madam Speaker, uh, want to accept this deal. $1.8 trillion. Congressman Ro Khanna, for example. Let me just quote Ro Khanna, a man you know well. I assume you admire him. He's a Democrat. And he just said this. He said, people in need can't wait until February. $1.8 trillion is significant and more than twice the Obama stimulus. Make a deal. Put the ball in McConnell court. So what do you say to Ro Khanna? What I say to you is, I don't know why you're always an apologist, and many of your colleagues, apologists for the Republican position. Rokana, wow. that's nice. That isn't what we're going this to do. This woman is radical. Waiting till Jesus. I want this very much now, because people need help now. But it's no use giving them a false thing, just because the president wants to put a, a check with his name on it in the mail, that we should not be doing all we can to help people pay the rent, put food on the table, to enhance benefits, that they don't lose their jobs if they're state and local. That they, that this, we're talking about the consequences of a pandemic, that the symptoms of a problem that the president refuses to address. But you know and that is and that is the coronavirus. We know that we, is we the know coronavirus. The problem out there, but there are millions of Americans who have lost their jobs. They can't pay the rent. Their kids need the food. That's right. And that's what we're trying to get done. One point eight trillion dollars that the president just tweeted, stimulus, go big or go home. He wants even that's more right. right now. So why that's not right. why not work on that's a deal right. with him? And don't let the perfect, as they say here in Washington, be the enemy of the good. Well, I will not let the wrong be the enemy of the right. What's wrong with $1.8 trillion? Dollars? Well, I, you know what? Do you have any idea what the difference is between the spending that they have in their bill and that we have in our bill? Do you realize that they have come back and said all these things for child tax credits and earned income tax credits for helping people who have lost their jobs are eliminated in their bill? Do you realize they pay no respect to the fact that child care is very important for people whose children cannot go to school because they're doing remote learning, and yet they minimize the need for child care, which is the... Is the threshold with which people... What in the hell is the rubbish of this woman? What she's talking... She what is she talking about? She can't answer a simple question. You can't answer a simple question, can you, Nancy? That's so, so important right now. Yesterday I spoke to Andrew Yang, who says the same thing. It's not everything you yeah, want, but, you know but what? there's you, a lot okay. there. Honest to God, you really... Uh, I can't get over it, because Andrew Yang, he's lovely. Rokana, he's lovely. They are not negotiating this situation. They have no idea of the particulars. They have no idea of what the language is here. I didn't come over here to have you. So you're the apologist for the Obama, excuse me, 
God forbid. Madam, Madam Speaker, I'm, God I'm not Barack an apologist. Obama I'm asking you serious questions because so many people I'll are in desperate you need we, right now. Let me yeah. ask you this. Okay. When was the last time? Let me, you, let me respond well, to you. Let me you ask you, when was the last time, Madam questions. Speaker, when was the last time you spoke with the president about this? I don't speak to the president. Speak why not? To his, why not his call him? Why not call him and say, Mr. President, let's work out a deal. It's not going to be everything you want. Not going to be everything I want. But there are so many Americans right now who are in desperate need. Let's make a deal. Exactly. What makes me amused, if it weren't so sad, is how you all think that you know more about the suffering of the American people than those of us who are elected by them. Oh, you don't know crap, lady. We don't want to hear that. It's unfortunate that we do not have shared values with this White House and that they have in their bill... Why don't you talk about in their bill this a tax break for the wealthiest families in the country while they cut out the earned income tax credit for the poorest families in our country and the poorest children in our country. Uh, that we have to fight with them to get them to address the coronavirus crisis because they have said it was a hoax, it was magical, it was a miracle, it was going to cure it. It hasn't. And that's why we find ourselves in this situation. I feel very confident about the knowledge that I bring to this but more importantly, the knowledge that my chairs, our chairs of jurisdiction, science-based, academically uh, documented, institutionally uh, suggested in terms of what the cost would be to do it and to do it that way. And about, say, we talk about uh, child care, yes. We talk about safety in the workplace. Safety in the workplace, that's a very important issue, especially in the time of the pandemic. So what I say to those people is, we're going to get a deal. And when we do, it will be retroactive. It will be retroactive. Here's, a, here's what you wrote in a letter to House Democrats, Madam Speaker. And I ask these questions only, as you know, so many millions of Americans are suffering right now. Well, you right quote now. two people who know nothing about the agreement. Well, or, no agreement. But what the suggestions are, as if there's some authority on the subject, please, it, uh, give uh, equal weight to 12, uh, I, to all of the chairmen on the committee who have written this but bill. But so many of your fellow Democrats in the House, they want a deal right now. No, they, that is The problem solvers, they all want a deal right now. Yeah. And, and, and here's what they're complaining about, because you wrote a letter to House Democrats and you said this. Let yeah. me read a line from the letter uh, you wrote. The president only wants his name on a check to go out before election day and for the market to go up. Is that what this is all about? Uh, not allow the president to take credit if there's a deal that no, will help millions of Americans that. right now? He's not that important, but let me see. He's not that important. Oh, my God. Folks, this is the insanity that we're getting. That we're getting from uh, from this House speaker. Folks, this is your House Speaker. I'm sorry, I don't normally plug in uh, really, really long sound bites, but folks, folks, you people deserve to see, or excuse me, hear what's going on with the democracy in this country. I'm telling you, this we have to vote this woman out of office. This woman is a threat to our democracy. She was, you have probably the most liberalist journalists out there Okay, CNN. This was CNN's Wolf Blitzer interviewing one-on-one with House Speaker Nancy Pelosi, right? Just, what, a few days ago, right? Was this a few days ago? Yeah. Interviewing Pelosi on, like, literally 
mostly the stimulus uh, offer. If everybody knows or anybody doesn't know, you know, you just had Trump and the Republicans offer a $1.8 trillion stimulus package offer to the House of Representatives, right? To Pelosi, right? To the office there of Pelosi. $1.8 trillion, okay? It's not the Republicans that are holding the stimulus for, uh, you know, for, for ransom here. It's, 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 it's the damn... It's, it's, it's Pelosi. She's holding this stimulus package, folks, on ransom towards the American people. The American people deserve a bailout from this whole damn pandemic, okay? It's not our fault that this pandemic, it's no one's fault, really. Besides China's, and we all know that. But, I mean, I seriously think that the American people and other people, okay, other podcast hosts can probably say the same thing, that the American people deserve a bailout of a stimulus package. Not only will it boost the economy again, okay, because it's going to take a it's going to take a while. We all know that. We all realize it's going to take a long time before this economy is fully back to where it belongs. Okay? You have a house speaker, a house speaker that will not negotiate. She can't even simply answer questions from Blitzer on a one-on-one interview. What the hell is wrong with this woman? We need to vote her out. Simple as that. We need to vote Pelosi out. This woman is a threat to our democracy. She is a threat to everything that's standing before her and before policies along with the House. Okay? Trump has done everything in his power and Republicans have done everything in their power to try to negotiate with this woman. This woman does not want to negotiate with nothing. There's been offer after offer after offer. We were supposed to see a stimulus, folks, back in August. You remember that? Remember when we were supposed to see a second stimulus uh, passed in August? Matter of fact, the first phase of it, uh, to my knowledge, has been passed. Uh, Paul, right? Right. I'm, I'm, I'm talking to my uh, my moderator here, my my my, my editor here. Uh, I mean, we we seen that, right, Paul? It was supposed to be passed in August, August first. Oh, excuse me, August, uh, folks. Uh, and what happened? Delay after delay after delay after delay. Folks, this 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 can't go on any further. This can't. I mean, is it the general election yet? We we need we need a new house. We we need the Democrats to be ran out of the house. We need the Republicans to get the house back. They got the Senate. We need the house back because things are not being done properly, folks. There, there is a lot of turmoil going on in American politics, and it's not fair to the American people. It's not fair to the American people that have to suffer constantly because uh, House Speaker Nancy Pelosi does not want to negotiate because she does not like the President of the United States. Clearly, you can see the hatred. You can see the hatred. I mean, you, you have you have the most liberal, like I said, the most liberalist uh, news anchors out there. Wolf Blitzer, crooked CNN. Is is CNN jumping off the bandwagon, so to speak, of the radical left? I I, I clearly seen that in the video. Uh, it, you know, in the soundbite here, I plugged into the show. 
I see CNN. I, I also see other news networks jumping off the far left agenda and moving towards the right. They're moving towards the Republican movement. They're, they're, they're siding with Trump. There, there are more Democrats. Do you know that, folks? There are more Democrats siding with Trump and the Republicans. Because, because, I, I mean, you know, it's, 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 it's clearly, it's clearly showing that the radical left, like I said, they're running out of ammunition. They're running it out. They're, they're, they, they have nothing left in the tank. They have nothing left in the tank, folks. With that being said, thank you very, very much for joining into today's show. A lot of heated topics, a lot of heated topics. But you know what? This is the uh, Kitchen Angle podcast, and uh, that's what we're about. We deliver nothing but the truth. We are not immune, okay, to rubbish. We only deliver the truth, and the truth will always set you free. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining in to today's very, 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 very heated uh, uh, Kitchen Angle podcast episode. And as always, we'll see you on the next one. Thanks a lot. Yo, don't I got some rights? What rights do you think you're referring to? Rights, like in that official paper that they wrote down the street there? That's the Bill of Rights. Yeah, yeah, the Bill of Rights. Don't it say something about going after what makes you happy? No, that's the pursuit of happiness. But what's your point? My point is I'm pursuing something and nobody looks too happy about it. But we're just looking out for your interests. I appreciate that, but maybe you're looking out for your interests just a little bit more. I mean, you shouldn't be asking people to come down here and pay the freight on something they paid and still ain't good enough. I mean, you think that's right? I mean, maybe you're doing your job, but why you got to stop me from doing mine? Because if you're willing to go through all the battling you got to go through to get to where you want to get, who's got the right to stop you? I mean, maybe some of you guys got something you never finished, something you really want to do, something you never said to somebody, something. And you're told no, even after you pay your dues, who's got the right to tell you that? Who? Nobody. It's your right to listen to your gut. It ain't nobody's right to say no after you earn the right to be where you want to be and do what you want to do. just heard an episode of the kitchen angle show at anchor podcast